Nine eight six two three nine eight four one two nine Alpha Bravo Tango Charlie. And that for everybody listening on the stream is his social security number. If only I lived in America, that would be yeah. true. Before he has we don't have letters in our numbers, right? And I know a lot of mathematicians out there will disagree, but shut up. It's it's a number if the field on the form on the website says it's a number. Yeah. And no mathematicians listen to this podcast. Mm-mm. This is that. not the math class. No. This is the, oh, there will be math. I'm turning this off and running in the other direction immediately. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. So welcome back to Two Titans and a Hunter. Greetings and salutations. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast that doesn't have time to tell you what we don't have time to tell you. Now you can do your greetings. Greetings! And and salutations or just the greetings? Uh, greetings, No salutations. So the Hunter, greeting you, is no one responds in real life. What up? And the salutations is your parody, your titan, your pink-panted one. You said your titan as though you're not a titan yourself. Shouldn't uh, you say something like one of the titans? Maybe I, he's a warlock or now. Or the American titan? I think I'm, okay. I'm character fluid. I'm going to go character fluid today. Can we say that? Is that allowed? Sure. Yeah, you say whatever uh, you want you these go. days, apparently. Yeah, I can be whatever I want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's your podcast. I identify as a Titan. It's my podcast and I say what I want to. Say what I want to. Say what I want to. And I don't know how to finish this song. That's about it. Thanks for that. You're welcome. I just, I couldn't leave it at that. And I am your other Titan. Hi, Tim. So welcome to the show, guys. You had a good week? Yes and no. It was Good. a week. It, it it's over. Week. I, I can I can put it in the checkbox of finish the week. Does that yeah. count? Parody, have you been doing the raids? Uh, I played a lot of Iron Banner. No, I've not been doing the raids. I have no time to, to get on with any other people, let alone five other ones who are coordinated enough to finish a raid. Not yet, anyway. I've, yeah, not I've, gotten, yet. Through, I've gotten through Iron Banner with the uh, the hunter or the god the hunter. Yeah, I, I did Iron Banner my hunter. No, that's not. No, fair. god. And my Titan and my warlock. And I played on the OG Xbox no, on the God, Warlock as my wife was no, playing Elder Scrolls no, last night, and man, no, that's uh, that's not a good no! experience. I, I would not recommend playing anything competitive on the ancient Xbox. It's uh, not going to go well for you. That hunter that slide shot well comes you, you he's so, yeah. He, are you talking he already... about the original Xbox 360 or the original no. Xbox One? Oh my or... God, it doesn't work on the original Xbox 360. The oldest platform on an Xbox you can play this game on. The uh. Xbox One. The Xbox One full stop. Yeah. The Xbox One, why is that still in your house? The Xbox One, you'll replace the hard drive and now it limps along somewhat. It actually does perfectly fine in things that don't require, you know, twitch reflexes and um, 
competitive <laughs> gameplay. Uh, unfortunately, Destiny's Iron Banner requires both of those things, of neither of which I have. But I got through the I got through the bounties. The the hardest part, honestly, was getting heavy to get the three machine gun kills. <laughs> I went so many games where our team would win or lose or whatever, but just couldn't ever get close enough to the heavy to actually grab any to get machine gun kills. But yeah, Iron Banner is wonderful. Respawn? What about yes, you this sir. week? I did a lot of stuff on my hunter to level her up, and then I did a raid. And okay. I've gotten the god roll for every weapon in the raid, and still have not gotten the Vex class. Well, apparently you're not missing out, so don't worry. Or any armor, yeah. yeah. I also have gotten no armor from the raid either. I got some nice armor from the raid. Did you? I'm a little mm -hmm. jealous, because I don't have any. But This week, I have barely managed to play anything. I, I haven't even finished my Titan Iron Banner bounties. That's how much I haven't been able to play this week. Just been so busy with real life stuff. And doing Destiny research, of course. You know, I don't abandon that. Yeah, same. That's all I had time for, too. With... Well, you've done Destiny research this week. Go on, tell us. What have you done? Oh, research. I thought you said Destiny reset. No, I've done no research. So what did you Destiny reset this week? Because now I'm curious. Uh, you, you, when, when, when it resets on Tuesday and you go get all the pinnacles, that's my Destiny reset. Okay, <laughs> that's what we've done this week. Oh, that, that's pretty standard. You know, you log on, you do your story, you do your your pinnacles, and then you log off yeah. again for the, until that's Saturday right. when you have to stream and do a podcast. Well, this week, at work unless you have to do a raid in between, of course, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, the yeah, raid only takes raid us about forty-five minutes to an hour now. We've got a pretty mm, fifty-three minutes. I saw this week, not forty. I said forty-five minutes to an hour. Did I not? Let's check the recording. Yep. 45 minutes to an hour, that is what I Charlemagne said. Charlemagne disagrees with you. It doesn't say any time that you've done 45 minutes. I'm sorry. Does 53 minutes fall between 45 minutes and an hour? No, it falls between 53 uh, oh, minutes and an hour. Oh, I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm also pretty sure 53 comes after 45. But you're not here to listen to yes. what we did this week in Destiny. You're here yes, to know what happens next week in Destiny. No, so not. you can face new challenges in the Vault of Glass. They're not going to tell you what challenge it is, but I'm guessing it's going to be the Confluxes, which is the first challenge. And then hopefully the weeks after that, they'll go Templar. Then they'll go whatever else the other ones are. I can't remember off the top Same. of my head, but I know the Conflux is going to be the first one. <laughs> Unless, no, actually, yeah, Conflux is the first one. Then you can turn up the heat when Shaxx brings Team Scorch to the Crucible. So again, remember, this is going to be one of those ones where it says kill X amount of Guardians to complete that challenge on your challenge card. I think it came up the first week or the second week, didn't it, Parody? Yeah, I think it was the very. I think it was the very first week it was live. So if you miss it, then go jump in and get your fifty or seventy-five kills now. Yeah, shouldn't take too long. Everybody has the same weapon. And Team Scorched is where you get a Scorch Cannon, and you get a Scorch Cannon, and you get a Scorch Cannon. And you're through the Everybody friend. gets a Scorch Cannon. Also you gets can't Scorch drop Cannons. It. You, just, yeah, it, you just have it. Yeah, it's 6v6. You have Scorch Cannons. That's the only thing you have. You run around and you Scorch each other. The end. Full stop. Murder people until you win. And then we can defeat the Hive Wizard Novoto in the Disgraced Nightfall. For some sort of weapon drop. Who knows what it is. And if logic follows what you know happens with the last couple of drops, it should be the... Th 
second time that the sniper rifle comes up. So this is the Uznami RR4. And I've got a guide for you from I Bet On Me on a god roll, or a couple of god rolls that you should be looking out for for PvP and PvE. And Astacross did a guide last season for the Disgraced Grandmaster Nightfall. Um, some of the mods have changed for Barrier and Overload and Thingy Champions. I can't remember the last ones. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. The there you go. Yeah. But... The, the modifiers are still practically the same for each nightfall, each week. So all that kind of changes up is what mods you can actually equip on your weapons or on your armor defeat, to defeat the champions. So as I said, Astrocross has got a guide from last season on how to do the Grandmaster version of it. So if you are looking to maybe scale up in farming for the uh, sniper rifle, he's got a guide for you for that. And I bet on he's got you got the guide for the couple of god rolls on that. And if you are interested in doing the challenges for the Vault of Glass, which should be the Conflux challenge, I've got a video from all the players where they did the day one challenge version of, uh, I believe it's called Wait For It, which is the Conflux challenge, where you have the Wyverns, you have to try and make them get to the the conflux and try and sacrifice before you kill them so they have to actually get to the conflux and the conflux goes red and then you destroy them so the teams were kind of burning them down to near enough death and then letting them walk up to the conflux and then killing them when they turn the conflux People red burning them down to near enough death yeah <laughs> but if you want to see a kind of if you want to see a video on how they did it on the day one all the players has got a guide for you for that so Hopefully that's got you covered for what Bungie have said is happening next week in Destiny. Um, it should not be that funny. Also, what else is happening next week in Destiny, which I said I would remind people this week, is it should be, hopefully, the first week of the Harbinger mission again. So if you've missed out on getting all those feathers from the Harbinger mission, Esoteric has got the Harbinger mission week one and the feather locations. So that is next week from Reset on Tuesday. And I will link that in the show notes. Plus, I thought I'd go ahead and, you know, and have a quick look at what we've got kind of coming up for 1310 Lost Sectors for the next couple of weeks as well. And I've, cool. put, I've gone and found some guides for each Lost Sector starting from the Monday reset. So hopefully this podcast should be out by then. Because Monday reset will be the K1 Communion on the moon. And that will be the next time that the legs are back up for the 1310 Lost Sectors. So PV Shifty's got a guide for you how to complete that Lost Sector. Then Tuesday, you've got the Moon again with the K1 Crew Quarters, and that would be Gauntlets, and that's by Bontis. And then the Bontis has got you covered on Wednesday, Reset, with the Moon again with the K1 Revelations guide for the chess pieces. Thursday, you've got PV Shifty again on Europa for the Concealed Void, which is going to be your helmets. And then Friday... Reset is Time Sausage Gaming Channel has got the Europa Bunker E15. Now this should be one of the easiest ones to do because you you do get the little robots that help you out through the Lost Sector. So Friday Reset will be the next time that the legs are up again after Monday. So it, like Parody was saying to me earlier that he had, doesn't kind of have a day that maybe you could get that done. So maybe Friday night you can sit down and, and farm that Lost Sector to get those legs for your Titan. Friday and as I said, Monday. Time Sausage Gaming has got a guide for you for that. There you go. 
I mean, that's just, I have no words. It's beautiful. <laughs> and the reason I thought I'd put the other guides in there for the different days, because I thought it's not just the legs that people are farming for. I mean, us guardians that have been around since the beginning of time or beginning of Beyond Light and that have maybe gone in and done these lost sectors, but maybe new players that haven't kind of done these lost sectors have come in to, to see what, you know, is available. For the boots, you've got, I'll do the Warlock ones, you've got Boots of the Assembler. So these are the ones that, standing in their healing rift, creates noble seekers that seek out allies that are not in the rift and heal them. Standing in the empowered rift creates noble seekers that grant both you and your ally a damage bonus. Each time a noble seeker finds one of your allies, the duration of a rift is briefly extended while you're standing in it. So that's maybe a reason why Warlocks want to kind of do that one. Then for your exotic helmets, You've got the Dawn Chorus, so this is Rites of Ember. Your Daybreak projectiles cause targets to burn on contact and deal more damage to them. All of your Ooh. burns' effects last longer, and you gain a small amount of melee energy each time one of your burns damages a target. Then for your gauntlets, you've got the Necrotic Grips. So these are the ones that kind of pair really nicely with the Thorn Exotic Hand Cannon, because they have that damage over time. This is Grasp of the Devourer. Damaging a combatant envenoms them with poison that deals increased damage over time. So it's basically the same as the Thorn. So you kind of get that damage tick over time and you compare it really nicely with the Thorn. And then finally, you have your chest piece for your Warlocks, which is the Mantle of Battle Harmony. So this is Absorption Cells. Take down with weapons that have a damage type matching your subclass element grant you super energy. While your super energy is full, you instead gain a temporary bonus to weapon damage of that type, matching your subclass element. So, again, those are the four that are going to be available for the, the next week, starting with your legs, gauntlets, chest, helmet, and then legs again. Parody, what are our Titan exotics that people can be looking out for? Well, Titan exotics, you're going to look out for, well, you're not going to look out for your precious scars, let's be honest. That's the one that gives us the lovely helmet that looks like you broke Mama's China. After reviving or being revived, you get an aura that provides an overshield to you and nearby allies. I suppose useful in PvP or maybe higher-end Nightfalls, but uh, can't really find a use for it otherwise. Your Icefall Mantles are your arms. That gives you the Glacial Guard, which replaces your barrier with a personal armor reinforcement. that absorbs a small amount of damage. While reinforced, you are slowed and your barricade doesn't recharge. So basically, it slows you down. You can't, you can't sprint. You can't jump fast. You just sort of stand there and say, come at me, bro, and gives you a little bit of extra protection. Come at me, bro. Now, the chest piece is a cuirass of the Falling Star, which gives you the Glorious Charge, which greatly increases your Thunder Crash impact damage, and you get an overshield that lasts longer the farther you travel before striking the target. That's the one people are using just to melt raid bosses with, then strike bosses and uh, all the bosses. And then respawns favorite exotic, the Path of the Burning Steps, which are the uh. Firewalker Pants which the solar final blows periodically grant you an escalating bonus to your weapon damage. You are also harder to slow or freeze with stasis, and when you break out, you no longer take damage from doing so, creating a burst of solar energy around yourself. Yet they can still use freaking stasis. What mm -hmm. the... It, it, just keeps our, it just keeps our legs warm, that's all. And then... Yeah, I suppose the hunters get some exotics out of these lost sectors as well. Yeah, that I, you can that get I guess our hunter could tell us about. Bacris, mask of Bacris. Uh, it has the exotic perk, exotic perk light shift, 
where it replaces your stasis subclass dodge ability with a longer range, faster moving shift that partially cloaks you during use, aka blink. After shifting, your arc weapons deal increased damage to combatants for a short time and you deal increased damage to all slowed or frozen combatants. In addition to that, it also adds 10 seconds to whatever your dodge re re um your dodge timer is. So uh yeah, there's that. Um then we have the R3's embrace. It's Arthur's embrace. Some guy whose parents hated him has an embrace because Let's his parents hated him. Anyway, <clears throat> what these have is their exotic perk is called Skittering Stinger. Weighted Knife gains a second bounce. Rapid precision hits with your weapons grant Weighted Knife a significant damage bonus. Meaning you can one-shot body shot somebody with this knife. Uh, and the ability to stun unshielded combatants for a short time. Empowered weighted knife is strong against unstoppable champions. In addition to, it doesn't say it here, but if you manage to hit the knife like at a right angle to a wall and it bounces off the wall, its speed and tracking are stronger towards the closest enemy. So keep that in mind when you're using it. There's actually a video out there uh, somebody created a while back, and I hate myself. I want to say it was Asked Across. It sounds like something Asked Across would do. But he went through the whole spiel of how to use these effectively. And after watching that video, I was using it in Iron Banner, one of the few Iron Banners I actually played in, and I was admittedly getting kills I probably should not have been getting <laughs> with this bouncing weighted knife. And um, yeah, pretty good once you learn how to use them. What and I last... with that that weighted knife thing is I was doing a Lost Sector yesterday to get the the um, the Star Eater scales. And I, I put on the Arthur's embraces, and what I was finding is I was using a hand cannon to stun one of the champions. But then, if if when you zoom in to kind of to pinpoint like headshots, and then you swap to a throwing knife, you can get like headshots like you would do if you were kind of zooming in with your weapon. It it seems to be a lot easier to kind of do it that way. Would that be the way that hunters work? No. You just okay. throw it accurately. Oh, I can't do that. Well, moving on to Skyder Scales. Uh, Feast of Light is the exotic <laughs> perk on this one. You gain an additional super energy from orbs of power you pick up. While your super energy is full, picking up an orb of power overcharges your super, causing you to gain a burst of healing when cast and a bonus to your super damage. At maximum overcharge, you also gain an overshield... My bad, I forgot that part. And it now stacks up to eight. So it used to be four, now you have to get eight stacks. And it also used to be 90% additional super damage. I think they've scaled it down to 70. I think. Yeah, because it used to be 60. And then it went to 90. And then they brought it down to, yeah, so 70. Yeah, it's, it's a 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 70. We'll check the numbers on that. 70%. I'm checking it now. Starter. E-A-R-E-A-T-E-R-E-A-L-E-S. 
Dirty scales damage after nerf. Nope, that was way too long ago. Everybody wants to talk about the 90% one. There's not 90% one in the mirror. Well, if it's not already at 70% damage, it will be. So, I'm pretty sure that already went through, but I can't find anything that says it did. I feel oh, well. like there was some sort of patch notes you could glance at to give you this information. Uh, at 12. Mm, yeah, at 12, yeah. a patch note preview. Parody's patch note preview. Yeah. So is, is, that all your, is that all your exotics, Hunter? Yeah. I mean, honestly, of the ones that are there, the only one to really, like, strive for is the starter scales because that's probably going to do you the best benefit no, in I PvE. Say that. PvE, I think that's good for. But I think Which there are all a, I really care apart about. from like I agree with you know parody with the precious scars for the Titan. Every other exotic that they've called kind of brought out since Beyond Light has been really useful. I mean the Omni Oculus with the the double smoke grenades. Have you talked about that oh, yet? Oh, the Omni Oculus. No, no, Did not talk about that. Well, exactly. before you talk about the Omni Oculus in uh, June third at three point two zero point three. They did fix the issue with the Star Eater scales, where it had the four stacks of Feast of Light, which would grant you 55% damage, and now it has mm -hmm. a full eight stacks, which gives you the 70% damage. And for context, the original formula at the beginning of the season was a mere 60%. So it went from 60 to 55 because of a bug, now up to eight stacks, which gives you 70. So it's sitting ah, at 70. I knew it! As of, as of the 2nd of June. I might not remember of where I know it from, but I, I remembered it. I did. You were on a podcast it. and you were told about it and you retained some of that information. Maybe. Yay! Omni mm -hmm. Oculus. Mm -hmm. um, this one's exotic perk says Beyond the Veil. Ooh. You gain a second smoke bomb charge and have a damage resistance while invisible. When you make an ally invisible, they gain damage resistance while invisible and you gain melee energy. Also, of note, if you hit yourself with your smoke bomb, it does not give you extra smoke bomb energy. It's just the more allies you hit with the smoke bomb. It used bomb. to when it first came out, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, that's that. I don't actually have that. I never farmed for it. I should probably get well, it just to have it in the I mean, You've got this week that you can go for your chess pieces on Wednesday reset. Yep. But yeah, as I was saying, every kind of exotic, apart from you know that precious scars i think has been has been really well you know has been welcomed by the community i mean even the icefall mantles which initially people thought were meh, uh have been really good with some subclass builds and especially with your stasis builds you can kind of stand near crystals pop them and get a a, a damage um buff and damage resistance it's you know they've, they've been quite cool to to use those you've got the necrotic necrotic grips for your warlocks which pair well with the thorn as i keep saying they pair well with your thorn you've got your arthur's embrace with your your hunters throwing knives you know they worked really well in the lost sector i was getting loads of headshots with just like throwing knives um and you know star eater scales for the titans those are brilliant pants to have if you're using solar weapons or even just using a solar subclass Star eater scales with the titans how's that work uh, there's yeah. a bug that we're not going to tell you about. Shh. 
you have to follow the path of burning steps to, to reach the start of your scales. That's the ones, yeah. That's how it works. You burn. It's, it, it's a tight fit, but they just barely fit. <laughs> just, just, just right there on the on on the precipice. Gotcha. Yeah. Fair enough. Continue. They're like skinny jeans for titans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean they, they've all been pretty good for what they've actually been able to, you know hone in on and help with various different subclasses. So hopefully next season, Hunters, because let's just face it, the Warlocks don't care. Hunters, please give them something to combat stasis abilities because otherwise this man is not going to stop moaning. The Actually, no. We've, I, we've you don't even need to steps. give us something to, you do, to combat Because you, no, you wanted no, that last week. No, you, you really don't no, because no, stasis is said, barely a thing anymore. What I said was... Titans should not be able to use stasis while wearing pants that resist stasis. Mm -hmm. That was my big complaint, right? If you can't be frozen, if you can't be slowed, if you get buffs when hit with stasis, you should not be able to use the stasis subclass when you have literal freaking lava heaters on your legs, okay? That is what I said. And in a perfect world, you should only technically be able to use it on a solar subclass. But I would be happy if you just could not use stasis with it. Stasis got nerfed and nobody runs it anymore. I've I've seen almost like no one running stasis in Iron Banner this week. Whereas I've seen in a past... couple of warlocks. Yeah, yeah, I mean there's always a couple. There's a couple of tornadoes, there's a couple of titans, like there's a few, but it used to be like you'd walk in and it was the ice show. And now it's not the ice show. Well, that's only because Credit it was the hunters go through, uh, go to. Sorry, it was the hunters go to, right? Because you know the tornado that freezes people, and right. now that the tornado, even our super doesn't freeze people. Whereas the uh, hunters, your I'm super sorry, still does a perfectly good job murdering people. It doesn't have to freeze if, if it slows you down idiot, and then engulfs it, you. You can outrun it. Not yeah. if they throw, not if they throw things on you. The point is, you still can't even be frozen by our super, but yet your supers can for the Warlocks and the Titans. Your melees can for the Warlocks and the Titans, but the Hunters can't. But if no one's using Whatever. it, it doesn't really matter. I've, I've seen more Arc Strider Hunters than I can't yeah. remember when the last time. It, like I said, the because... The all go back to Arc Strider. The Hunters, Because yes. that thing is just un Because we unbeatable. can't freeze... Even our super can't freeze anymore. So why would we stay on something that Bungie has very specifically targeted us to nerf? Well, because every like I haven't seen anyone really running it. Like the percentage of stasis I've run into this week has been greatly decreased across all the classes. I'm not saying just hunters. People have gone back to bubble titans. They've gone back to striker titans, dawnblade, uh, chaos reach. I've seen very little stasis overall across everybody that I've played. All right, whatever it is what it is. I was very lucky. Uh, I think it was the just before reset. I had a couple of Iron Banner bounties. As I was saying to you guys, I popped them last week. And one of the other bounties that I'd hung on to that I didn't realize I had was on my Hunter. I had a Trials bounty. And when I popped it, I got the new submachine gun from Trials with Ooh. some of the God Roll perks on there. So I've got heating up and kill clip which apparently is recommended by a lot of people um i've also got what else was there on there doesn't uh, heating up increase your stability your range and your target acquisition no sorry not heating up i got tunnel vision 
and kill clip. So tunnel vision, reloading after defeating a target greatly increases target acquisition and aim down sights for a short duration. And then kill clip, reloading after a kill grants increased damage. I got accurized rounds with it and hammerforge rifling. So it's got a range of 84. The stability is at 52, but it, it's not bouncing all over the place. I mean, they changed the the way that submachine guns worked. So yeah, and I've I've got a reload masterwork on it. So it's not amazing. It's not, you know, it's not a the god roll that that people have been talking about. But the stability on it is really good for 52, and the range 84. I was using it with the uh, the Titan pants, the uh, what do I call it? It's the peacekeepers. So this is reloading. Stowed submachine guns allows you to ready them instantly. Improves your handling with SMGs and your movement while wielding one. And I'd done the build that we highlighted a couple of weeks ago where I could make my Titan look like the Master Chief. So I'd selected all the parts and had the peacekeepers on and turned him all green. So he looked like the Master Chief running around with submachine guns and a scout rifle in Iron Banner with the bubble Titan. So that was quite nice. I was I was really enjoying doing that. Nice. I really should look up some of those builds, man. The the transmog ish builds because right now I still believe it or not I'm wearing mostly the same stuff I've been wearing for the past two years. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I've yet to play with the transmog. <laughs> Other than going to Ada and shoving things into her little yeah. machine to make the synth whatevers, I really haven't touched the transmog at all. And, you know, like I said, day one I figured out how to get rid of my cape. I'm sorry, my uh, my cloak and my um, my hood, right? And, uh, like, I didn't want to, like, spread it out because I wanted to be kind of unique with it. And then a couple of days ago, I saw a video of some guy explaining how to do it. I was like, summon the biscuit, man. That hurt my feelings. I wanted to be, I wanted to be the, the, the cloakless, hoodless hunter. And now I can't be the only so one So should we have a look anymore. at what's been going on in, on the Bungie website this week? Because wow. there's been a couple of blog posts. And we have the introdu- introducing women at Bungie. So Bungie is committed to uplifting the voices of its employees who identify as women to build an equitable work environment where women can thrive and to advocate for women in the broader game industry. To help achieve these aims, Bungie recently launched a new inclusive club, Women at Bungie. The members of the Women at Bungie come from across the studio and represent a wide variety of professionals and life experiences and includes all allies. Members rally around their shared mission, which is to provide a safe, empowering space to share our common experiences as women, a place to build a network and give and receive practical and emotional support. We can also be a force for education and change within the company by supporting diversity and inclusion efforts to improve the experience of women as part of a larger company effort. So there's a whole bungee blog explaining what they're kind of doing with that. I will let you guys go and read that. I'll link that in the show notes. I'm gonna say if you're gonna read the whole, you know, start reading the whole women a bungee thing, you're just gonna gloss over that they raised one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars for charity, selling Oof. a international women's pen, but you can pre-order again from the bungee store. I haven't got mine yet, so I'm not pre-ordering another one. I think you should pre-order another one. No, and, and then they can give more more money to the need to be dot org, you know, the global organization for women technologists, and you know, one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to other people. You know, take your take your hard-earned money and give it to women. I do that on the regular. I'm married. There you go. And there was also another little blog about crashes and crash propaganda from this is our tech blog that we had this week. 
so yeah, so they did write this whole long, you know, crash propagator tech blog, which we're not going to get into the details. Basically, the gist of it is uh, crashes are hard to figure out. They're putting logging in place. They're figuring out, you know, how all of this all works. And uh, there's, there's no good way to summarize this. Computers are hard. There's lots of servers. AI does many things. If you are technically inclined, give it a read. You know, it might be interesting to you for most people. It'll basically be like, there's a lot of moving parts to this game, and when the game crashes, it can be a lot of different things. So that's sort of the gist of it. But they're putting more more things in place to figure out how, how, how all this works and why things are crashing. And, you know, if you can't actually get into the game, you know, this is helping you, helping them figure out why your game is crashing for you in particular. It's not because they hate you, unless you respawn, and, or a hunter. They just want to make the game work and, you know, figuring out which of the 50 billion systems is breaking to fix that. Terrible summary, but that's what you get. They did one a couple of months back, didn't they? And it was basically the same kind of stuff of trying to explain, not in layman's terms, but in more simple terms of how they work the the cheat system out, wasn't it? So this is more kind of doing with how the the crash system works. Yeah, and this one, I, I, I gave it a read earlier today, but it still was just a little too outside of my area of understanding like i understood the broad concepts but not really the nitty-gritty of it but yeah if, if you're into networking stuff it's interesting i i know a couple of people who are into networking and they're like you know I, this is cool that they're doing this and they enjoy reading this because they understand what this means but i do not what i do understand is is coming up for this week of bungee the 10th of june for 2021 i was really hoping that you'd understand this uh well you know hope springs eternal <laughs> it just goes back to what I've said since day one. Computers are hard, guys. Computers are hard. Had, had I read hard, it before, I would have been able to give a bit of an insight. Well, you can read it for next now. week and, and bring it to bring it to us next week. You got it. I mean talked yeah, it talks about just, you know, basically basically tracking packets, tracking IDs, figuring out which packets are going where, why things are crashing, and putting tools in place to to do logging and to understand when things crash what caused the crash and where it came from and which system and tracing it all back. It's called Wireshark for Destiny. Eh, more or less. <laughs> so this week at Bungie, we're still having a fashion show, apparently. Fashion show, fashion show, fashion show at lunch. Fashion show, fashion show, fashion show at lunch. Because they didn't kind of clarify that last week, but apparently they're still having it technically now. So yeah. Yeah. By I the time we... you hear this... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they just said, uh, put your, you know, go into your little uh, appearance customization, bring us a pretty guardian, and um, you'll get a thing, or maybe you won't. Maybe you'll be a be a lovely green warlock that looks like he's been infused with mutagen. Maybe you'll have a uh, well-endowed crucible titan. And maybe you'll have a uh, a dark, creepy hunter who just wants to stand there, looking all dark and creepy. Definitely. I'm, I am that dark, creepy hunter. So apparently you, as of the TWAB, you could still submit to the fashion show. However, as you hear this in the podcast, you will not because June 13th will have come and gone because that is Sunday. So uh, if you did enter and you were selected as a winner, they'll get in touch with a special emblem. If you didn't enter and you didn't win, you get nothing but the feeling of a job well done. And knowing that your guardian looks a little bit better because you spent time thinking about it. I entered, as you know, because I think you liked my picture. You did. But all I, I did... But th- this was kind of what I transmogged at the beginning of the season, you know. I, I, I don't feel I like didn't you really, really... Put, put your back into it. I did. <laughs> I thought I looked quite cool. 
I thought, you know, I look really nice. I, I thought about the yeah. color scheme. I, I, I put, you know, a really good I've shader seen, on. I've seen, I've seen you look better. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> but, but guys, outfits aren't everything. Yeah, they are. You also Who need stats that? to back up your style. And a great way to earn high set armor is from raids. Raid challenges are rolling in for Voltic last next week. Uh, yeah, so that's the thing. So yeah, give yourself a raid team. Mm-hmm. Do that. Well, they do say that if you do participate in the challenge mode each week, you will be rewarded with an additional chest if you are successful. So there, respawn. There's another chance for you to not get any armor. Right. Perfect. Glad you're listening. <laughs> and now we're going to go to space. Space! I think we're infringing on a different game, but well, space! Well, we're not going to space, but somebody's going to space. The uh, the Gaming Community Expo, the GCX, is kicking off next week in a virtual space station where you can visit from June 17th to the 20th. So they linked the website for full details. Uh, Bungie's also apparently hidden seven dead ghosts in various places around the space station, and it's your job to uh, to do what you do best and go find them and then make a YouTube video showing where they are. Yay. So collect them all and you'll get a special emblem. So... That's a thing. Fail in the universe is doomed. Doomed. So, are, yeah, are, either, are either of you attending virtual GC, GXC? I don't know. Do I have to pay to? Not. Do I have to pay to enter? Because if it's free, then yes. If it's not free, I'm not paying. Same. No. Same these. Also, if I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other problem. I mean, it is Florida's premier gaming expo, and you do have oh, to buy no. tickets apparently. So, yeah, that's the thing. So, mm, not free. Maybe. $55 for a standard pass or $100 for the oh, premier pass. So, it's not free. Gotcha. No, that's, that's what we just so said. $55 for an emblem is what I'm hearing. $55 to get the opportunity to find the ghosts for an emblem. Also, uh, five, $5 hmm. of your ticket goes to the St. Jude uh, Children's Research Hospital. So, $50 to them, $5 to charity, and... uh a chance to get some ghosts, but if you do the premiere pass, you get the $10 of your donation goes to St. Jude's. You also get available access to exclusive merchandise, which will bring be sent to you in a separate email with a passcode and link, a custom GXC in-game skin, and a swag bag delivered to your door. And swag bag okay. is in caps, so I don't know what it is, but it'll have a bag of swag and come to your house in the real world. Well, as long as it's here in Florida and I'm off, I'm mine as well. And I think... Maybe we should commit to next year if GCX is still going on and we're still going on and it's live down there. We should send Respawn down there and just set him up on a little table with a chair saying, Hunter from Two Titans and a Hunter. Come say hi. Nobody's going to know who that is. Nobody's going to be here. Well, Gator might. You can have the table next to Gator. Yeah. We need to get Gator and Respawn table. We need to make this happen. (laughs) Just in the foyer. Not actually in the event. In the foyer to the event, there'll be a table and a chair for each of you, and you can just sit there and say, Hi. We'll sit you at the Denny's across the street from wherever the the hotel is where this is going to take place. Yo, that sounds like a Cade thing to do anyway. The event is across the street while Cade is at a ramen (laughs) shop or a Denny's across the road from the actual event. That sounds way more feasible, dude. (laughs) Hey, the Guardian Expo is over there. Why are you over here? Because food? Yeah, this is where the food Did is. You know, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. 
and then a sort of part of part of G, I guess GCX, you know, their their an, the annual uh, St. Jude Children charity event takes place, and that kicks off this Sunday, the thirteenth, and runs until June twentieth. So you can check out the GCX Twitch channel, which is Twitch.tv/gcxevent, and they have a whole calendar of your favorite content creators and streamers doing wacky, wacky and amazing things to raise money for kids. And every year, people, you know, say if you you know give us this much money, and we'll do absurd things. I've been enjoying uh, Bife's uh, That Sounds Like a You Problem series where they did a series of raids last year and every time the community donated money they had to switch switch loadouts or switch guns or do something at different dollar amounts. So it was a lot of fun having someone call out, oh, now you have to put this on. Now you have to put that on as people would donate money. Oh, and if you'd like another emblem, because really, De- Destiny is clearly just the emblem connect- collection about game. The yeah, em- 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 for for any fifty dollar donation during the charity marathon, exact amount, no more, no less, and one emblem per email, you can receive this um very blue looking emblem. Uh, yeah. So if you give fifty dollars to any any streamer during that week, you'll get the emblem code after the event ends. But now, most importantly, we'll also be not we as us, we as Bungie will be donating seven Eris Morn statues signed by the voice of Eris Morn, Morla Gorodon Goronda. Gordona? Gordona. Yes. Gordona. By Morla. You must become Ascendant. For every donation of exactly $7, you'll have a chance to receive one of these awesome collectibles when they ship from Bungie this fall. So, this is a pretty phenomenal statue. And if you're in Ares Morn, you should just give $7 over and over and over again to get a chance to win. And seriously, one last thing, all profits from the Bungie Foundation on the Bungie Store... Go to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital from the 13th to the 20th. So if you want to buy a thing from Bungie and want to feel good about yourself and sort of give to charity in a roundabout way, buy a thing from Bungie during this week. Because charity, because children, because I hear, you know, they're good and we should have them and take care of them. I wouldn't know, but these two can tell you all about uh, it. That statue. What, children? What are you yeah, volunteering yes. me for? Oh, children? I <laughs> see. I don't have any kids, dude. So Guardians must assemble. Good news for everyone who likes rifts and pants. And Do you plants. like rifts and pants? Pants. What, 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 what kind of plants? Rifts House and plants? Pants. pants. Oh, rifts and pants. pants. Ah. Pants? And I thought, when, when I read this, initially I thought, good news for anyone that likes rifts. I was thinking, rifts coming back? This is what they were keeping a secret? But no, I misread it. I should have carried on reading the next couple of sentences because I thought I'm like respawn. I've I've stopped at one word and hung on that one word and taken a whole new meaning of it. But it's not. It's the boots of the assembler, which oh, are the exotic... I feel personally attacked right now. Exotic pants. See, Deacon pants. Right exotic <laughs> pants. Boots of the assembler will be returning with a little bit extra as well. On release, there was an issue with the exotics that would cause crashes during a large number of rifts and noble seekers being created. I, I kind of feel that that's cheese forever. As a stopgap measure, the perk was changed to prevent those crashes without disabling the exotic while engineering a fix that could be developed to address the crash problem. Now that the work is done, to prevent the crashes in the first place, they can return to their former Rift aesthetic glory in our next update. Oh, and now the empowering noble seekers will properly proc Benevolent Dawn for the attunement of Grace Warlocks. Don't know what that is, but it's a warlock thing. Warlocks will be happier mm. now. Yes, yes, indeed they will be. And now we're going to crown Splitter Deleter. Crown oh, Splitter Deleter? That is crazy how much damage that thing is doing. 
So, I, I'll, I'll take this one. Oh, unless one of you Titans want to do it. Well, no, no, well you, I mean, you can do it. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I feel like this first part is just for you personally as a hunter. <laughs> right? Golden gun challenge change, maybe. Um, all right, crown splitter deleter. Now we kick it over to our player support team. This is their report. Golden gun change clarification. There was a bug in 3.0.0 that unintentionally extended the range of six shooter. We we issued a fix for this issue, but failed to mention that in our previous 3.2.0 patch notes. Six shooter now works as it did before 3.0.0 as listed in the 2.7.0 patch notes. Let's see what these patch notes say, how it's intended to work. And if it's supposed to have drop off at the range of a freaking hand cannon. All right, right here. David, I should adjust the damage fall off of this golden gun variant. And it starts at 30 meters when firing for the hip and 40 meters when in ADS. Uh-huh. So that's how they're saying it's going to work as it was in uh-huh. 2.7.0. Still less range than a legendary. So they intentionally did this to us, guys. There you go. Just, just another reason that you know for a fact Bungie hates hunters. Okay, moving on. Known issues. While we continue investigating various known issues, here's a list of the latest issues. That wait the hell a minute. Okay, yeah, I see. I'm in the right spot. That were reported to help us in our help us forum. Killing the oppressive mind too quickly in the expunged Tartarus activity blocks activity complete. Yes, and <laughs> I have a video. <laughs> I have a video for you for that. Probably playing in the YouTubes at the beginning of this. I did this at the beginning of the week and I damaged oh, no. him so much. And then I used my, my exotic, the Curious of the Falling Stars and melted mm. that boss within the second phase. I should have waited to the third phase because I ended up standing there like a plum. And what Nothing have we happened. What have we, we learned? learned? We learned before they told us in the TWAB that maybe we should go through all three damage phases. But the reason why you want to go through it no, quicker no, than... No, you don't want to go through all three damage You do. No, Bungie is purposely there's a challenge. you, dude. Oh there's a God. challenge this week that says that you have to do that specific Tataris mission in six minutes or under to complete that challenge to get some, you know, bits for your, your splicer upgrades and right, things. Right, to do your weekly challenge. But not exactly. too quickly, because th- there's apparently a minimum... You can't you can't go too quickly than a minimum, but under six minutes. So figure out what that sweet spot is. Good luck. That's the real okay, challenge I, from Bungie. No, I can I can give you a cheese for it thanks to Cheese Forever, who has a video on to how to cheese, to cheese it. it. So if you can if you can get through the opening bit where you go through the different sliding down the green passages, and then you get to that small vex portal that takes you to the area. You can actually jump on to specific blocks to jump over the barrier, the first barrier. And once you've jumped over that first barrier, you can just walk to the boss within two minutes and then spend like the next four minutes damaging him. So it's so much easier than actually doing the mission properly, because if you do the mission properly, it, I mean, you can do it. I, I did see in a Bontis video where he did it in under six minutes. But if you jump over this first barrier, it's a lot quicker and easier. Um, so I'll link that in the show notes if you want to do it that quickly. Carry on, respawn, sorry. Okay, no, you're fine. Um, You had a personal story to tell everybody, and I patiently waited for you to tell us. I didn't make fun of you. I didn't block you out. I didn't fade you into the distance or add elevator music. I patiently waited for you to finish the story. Because it was also related to the game. All my stories are related, even if you don't agree. Look, we don't have time... 
we don't have time this week. This we have no time to explain. The glory we have no time to explain this working week. as intended. That's it. It's just broken. It's not full working stop. as intended. No glory for anyone. Nope. Uh, not telling you how it's intended. But it's broken. Yes. And I've got a that. story Thank about you. when I drove down the road earlier this week. Go ahead, tell us. I'm all no, it's, ears. It's pretty boring, and it, it's probably about ten minutes long. But you That's know, okay. I just thought I'd mention it. Yeah. No, it's fine. Okay. No, you, well, you've opened it up now. Now everybody wants to know. Now yeah, everybody listening is enthralled. They want to know <laughs> your roadside story. My team, that was a fascinating story, and I really hope everybody was okay. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> And that's what the magic of editing. Everyone will think they missed a great story. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Okay. Player ghosts get placed at the beginning of the drill area in the inverted spire strike if they die anywhere in the area before the boss room. There is no dialogue audio for the inverted spire strike. Inverted spire strike needs some alone time, guys. It's having some issues. Players also can't hear the oracle sound if they're performing a finisher in the Vault of Glass raid. So if you're listening for oracles, don't finish things. Respawn and PCs are continuing to have performance issues that Bungie is investigating. Uh, they're also continuing to look into the Beagle errors on the PS5, which really, if you bought a PlayStation 5, you did it to yourself, because they don't really exist. Uh, if you play the PS4 version or moving your D2 installation to your external SSD and back, that'll hopefully fix it temporarily for you. And if not, just go back to your PS4. You shouldn't be on the PS5 anyway. Agreed. And that's for the all the things for this week. Said. And as teased last week, the movie of the week is Funky Prime, which if you have not seen it yet, now is your chance to go see Insurrection Prime dancing. It's phenomenal. We did we did put it in our links last week, so mm-hmm, that's what I'm find that. We, we, we brought it to you before a bunch if of you. If you don't want to read the twelve, go back to yeah. that link. We chose it as movie of the week before it was movie of the week. Yep. And the second movie of the week is quick swapping. Just isn't isn't accessible for everyone. Showing a guy with no hands destroying vault of glass. So that should make you feel even worse if you can't get through Vault of Glass, because he can and you can't, and you should be sad. I, I now feel terrible. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm watching that video right now. Just the sheer efficiency of it, though, man. Like, I mean, wow. That's, it, it's also that's pretty stuff, phenomenal, man. too, that, like, you know, there are ways to play the game accessibly, which is phenomenal. And I know, right? like, when, when, they, when Microsoft worked, worked on the the control pad for accessibility, you know, again, if you don't have hands and fingers, you can still play the game, which is just... even emoting. Thing. Oh, they didn't kill him, though. So, even though he's got a quick swapping, they couldn't one-phase him like my raid team can. Your raid team has all five fingers on each of their hands. No, he was, no, he was the most efficient person on his team. He was great. His exactly. team sucked. There's also only <laughs> five of them, so, you know, if they had a sixth person, maybe they would have oh, died. Was there only five? I didn't see the end of it. Hold on. Oh, there is only five. 2.888 million. Look at that smile on his face. He's... I need him on the raid team. <laughs> and then there's Was? some artwork. Let's go! <laughs> there's, some, there's some beautiful pencil artwork of um, Trials people, which we don't condone here. And then uh, an expunged <laughs> wonderful piece of art, which is just... Uh, if Destiny could look like that sometimes, that would be beautiful. I forget right? just how pretty this game can be through the eyes of other people and the colors and it's wonderful and then uh if you want to lay back just put on your season of the splicer synthwave beats to vibe to 10 and a half minutes from uh fresh fresh beats from bungie so put that on a loop while you're you know running through your expunge missions or just hanging out 
Don't have to. Can't make me. Can't make you. We could, we could play this under the under the uh, entire podcast. So it'd be three hours of. Sweet, yeah, but you still wouldn't time. be forcing me to listen to it. But maybe uh, we could force him to do his response uh, report roundup now. Uh, we could, because that's what Cosmo has for us. What does uh, Respawn uh, have for us? So this is going back to something we said previously about um, Bungie, please acknowledge traction. I'm sick of only using one effective leg armor mod because your sensitivity options are archaic. Uh, it says acknowledged. Take a drink. Team is aware of the feedback and desire for more sensitivity options. Can't make a promise on when anything can happen, but folks have a desire to add some options in the future. So, this guy, Mac. His name is at Mac MacTix G1. So I I attended at Bungie Summit yesterday with some other creators. Creator where we took a look and gave feedback for some stuff coming in the future. The biggest takeaway I had was that it's so blatantly obvious how much they love creating Destiny. The future is so bright. Eyes up. Uh, Cosmo says, thanks for making time to share your thoughts with us. That was kind of pointless. Except the fact that it goes back to the whole Bungie only invites content creators, gets feedback from content creators, and makes changes based on what these content creators say Have you heard instead of, of thing as a whole. No. No. So there you go. You but might not be a content creator that you know about. You're a content creator as well. Other creators. He just said he was a creator by saying at the summit yesterday with some oh. other creators. Just because I haven't heard of him doesn't mean he's not a creator. But you're but a creator. You create not. stuff. I do not. Not the people watch it, but you create stuff. I create nothing. True Vanguard says, was honored to be a part of the summit with Bungie and friends yesterday. Always great to hear the devs talk about how much they love the game and also value player input. No, they value creator input. They value content creator input. Looking forward to seeing in the future Cosmo says, wait, that Ryan guy was you? <laughs> so funny. This is a link that takes me to a Reddit page. Surrounded and the surrounded spec mod are working properly now. Videos with testing numbers included. This is the page you can look at. There you go. Who 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 posted that on Reddit? This was from NR Tug Four. Okay. Try so seven the... inch screw. What is it? Oh, seven inch screw. There it is. I was so clicking we, on it again to make sure. I had already clicked. By. Mm -hmm. People that don't know, what is surrounded and surrounded spec? Surrounded and surrounded spec are when enemies get close to you, you do extra damage. When you're not surrounded by three or more enemies, I think, um, then the damage bonus goes away. And it's a hefty damage bonus. Surrounded spec allows that to do a little bit extra damage and to linger for a bit after you're not surrounded anymore. So. Yeah, and I think you do find this mainly on swords, but there have been like shotguns yeah, and submachine guns that have yep. had this on as well. Yeah. So the TLDR is, you know, with the Serena spec, it gives you plus 25% to your sword damage and 30% to your gun damage. And with the spec mod, it increases those numbers by 10% to 35% for four swords and 40% for guns. So the buff damage does last longer than the two, about two seconds when there are no longer three enemies nearby. Yeah. Oh, so, so it is three more. Yeah, and there's and, and there is a whole you know long post with numbers and information and 
Yeah, but the point is, they're working, and that's how much damage it gives you. Extra DMG, DMG says, would love to hear more. Which exotics would you want to see prioritized in the future? How do they currently feel underwhelming? Okay, so this is a thing I've been saying season after season after season, and you look like you heard, because we got a couple of catalysts for a couple of bows. But we still have exotic bows out there that have no catalyst, namely Wishender and Le Monarch. I'm sure my friend here would love to have Le Monarch catalyst since he likes to use it in Crucible. Looking at you. Um, yeah. But realistically <laughs> speaking, <laughs> realistically speaking, something that everybody uses, not just a few bow enthusiasts like us, is actually the Anarchy. It's a really phenomenal gun. It's used for almost everything you can do in the game, and it if doesn't have, have a catalyst. So, I think as far as catalyst. catalyst, that one that we use more often than pretty much any other heavy in the game should probably be one of the first ones to get a catalyst. Just saying. Now, I think Jotun deserves a catalyst that when you spawn in, you can automatically shoot it straight up in the air. It auto-tracks all six members of the opposite team and detonates on them and kills all six at the same time. Oh. It you already played, does that. You played in that Iron Banner match I was playing with earlier <laughs> uh, yesterday after yesterday afternoon evening. Where oh man, there was some some kid with a Yotun who was better than anyone I've ever seen with a Yotun. Everywhere I was, there he was, and I was just burning in fiery death. It was bad. <laughs> That's a build I've been using for quite some time. Using my Yotun and my uh, uh, Phoenix Cradle legs. I've before the end of last season, before the nerf came to stasis, I started rocking like bottom tree uh, sunbreaker, and I've been using it quite a lot since. So I've been using Phoenix Cradle, and I've been swapping between you know Phoenix Cradle and the Path of the Burning Steps, depending on what I kind of wanted to do. But like with the the Phoenix Cradle, using Yotun, if you get a killing crucible, it gets the the um, the Sun Warrior spots to drop on the ground. So I've been getting like two or three kills where people have been standing together and I've killed one person with the Yotun and the other guy next to him has gone, well, I can still shoot you with my scout rifle, my sniper rifle. Oh, no, I'm dead as well. It doesn't matter whether they've killed me. The bloke standing next to him that thinks that he can shoot me at the same time, so two of them trying to shoot me, they're both dead. And then the other guy that tries to run through it will also get sunspotted and die. So I've been getting like two or three kills from that. So it's a really, really good build pairing it with the Yotuns, the Phoenix Cradles. Well, that's that's vicious and wrong. Good job, it sir. Is. And for people that actually have a skill in the game, uh, remove Yotun from the game entirely. Well, actually, remove it from PvP. It should be uh, banned from PvP. Whenever you go into PvP, it should remove it from your inventory. Well, that's the exo that's the exotic catalyst. It, it gets removed <laughs> from your inventory. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's yeah, that's that. Uh, give me a catalyst I could put on an armor piece to say. If you're in this match, you can't use Yotun. That's the that's the perk I want on an exotic. Have oh the, no! Uh... But yeah, like your Titan legs. If I get hit by the Yotun, <laughs> I get a damage buff instead. Um, it, it actually it, it just incorporates the fire into the legs to make you stronger and then to grow in size. Yeah, maybe okay, with the Yotun, so... the exotic catalyst could be if you fire it at the floor, it has that kind of burning effect like the Titan grenades have, so you can actually use it in. Um, like pairing it with those Titan grenades so you can kind of shut down two lanes. So if you fire the Yotun on the floor, it creates that mm -hmm. flame burst. Or mm -hmm. it could do like the the Dragon's Breath from Destiny 1, where it creates a sunspot wherever it kind of detonates and just it's there. 
it's just there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, napalm. Nap go back to napalm. It's everywhere you want to be. Whoops. <laughs> That's the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> if you had napalm it would kind of upset a lot more people than what it actually does at the moment so oh no you you okay hold on no that i left intentionally when you said add napalm to Jotun. never mind <laughs> um <laughs> team takes passes from time to time when balancing with dev development of new stuff can't hit every exotic at a single time but we can always pass up feedback take a drink on which ones are mentioned more frequently bows and flipping anarchy please Please, and actually, while I'm on the subject... And half I'm... of the armor pieces in this game that nobody uses because they're just no good. Oh, actually, yeah. I, man, he said exotics. I, I defaulted to weapons, but yeah, he just said kind of in general, didn't he? My bad. Yeah, there's there. I feel like I saw this post, too, and I think it was maybe talking about something, something exotic armor pieces, but we have so many of them, and so many of them aren't Zenith worth could also use a freaking, freaking um, catalyst, too. I wouldn't mind that. Alright, uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. DMG says, word of advice to all who desire to be community managers or join social-centric teams in the games industry. Never take comments like these to heart. Teams are stronger than heroes, and you shouldn't take... You shouldn't take the negativity personally. Teams are stronger than heroes? Yeah, a team is stronger than a single person. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, okay, I... And and don't listen to people like Respawn who yell at you and tell you that you're wrong and dumb. It and sounded like a Respawn post when I saw this. Yeah, he, he, he read DMG retweets an example. Meh, I just like at DMG04. His response to everything the community asks for is always, oh, pass the feedback onto the team, <laughs> which is just meaningless PR talk. I don't believe he actually passes anything onto the development team. See, now that part right there, that sentence should tell you that it's not me. Everything up to that point, okay, I could see. I could see that, right? <laughs> but as soon as he says, I don't believe he actually passes. No, and just oh, because... I fully believe he does. I just think he's useless. So I don't believe you actually <laughs> use Twitter. So I know it wasn't you, but I'm. Yeah, it was. It was. It was people. <laughs> people like you. It was people like like this guy, whoever, and I don't know who this was on Twitter that he's he's no. replying to. Um, but also he's like the guy who was on my Iron Banner team. Okay. The same team, yeah. You know, I was playing Iron Banner Freelance. Really, we were playing, you know, Iron Banner Freelance. I got hate mail from a guy on my own team playing on my Warlock. <laughs> really? and I'm like, well, that's a first, dear sir. Then Carius, I almost responded to him. Well, then Carius to victory. That's your job here, but he did not. We lost. Yeah, not because of me. I did not. I do get the worst. all kinds of hate mail in in Gambit because like. You know, like whenever I use the the Tiku's divination, I get a lot of hate mail from the guys that I invaded and killed with it. Um, yeah, but you get hate mail from your own team. That's the first. Well, for no, me I got, I got hate mail from my own team telling me that I suck. I should never play again. And this goes back to the example I told oh, you. Oh, I had the most moats deposited. I had no moats lost. I had the most guardians killed, and I had the most enemies killed. And I did the most damage to the prime evil. But I suck at it. And you still lost. <laughs> and and we still lost, yeah, right. I but I'm the weak link, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good, good scrub, right? So a couple of weeks ago, Arf read some lore for you, which was the, I believe it was the Dark Claw, was it? Um, let me just check. Where did you put the thing? It was the. I, I secretly put, put it, it in the in lore, the lore stuff, stuff channel. Yes, it. Mm -hmm. So the dark Arf future. read you the the Dark Future lore. 
Now, it was going to be included as a two-week thing. It was going to be included last week. But when I came to edit the second part of it, a lot of things kind of skipped. So hopefully we're going to get Respawn to read some of it and then intercut it. And it sounds kind of normal. So here's some more dark future lore with not off and no one respawns in real life. Chapter 3. Towerless. I keep thinking about the drifter in the basement of the Deepstone Crypt. I'm wondering when that will be me. Would Wait, I have ended up... The dead? drifter? The drifter? Yeah, they've just carried him out because he was the rotting corpse. And now he's, what, recovering? Or he's dead? No, dead? He's, he's dead, dead. <laughs> I, I must have missed that whole part. Daggone. All right, continue. He missed the part where they walked in and got greeted by a stench of rotting flesh. I and there's that. a drifter with his hand still on the lever. Drifter. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah. hear the drifter part. <laughs> I would have ended up dead, alone, and rusting away if Anna hadn't found me. The last city looks worse than I remember. Buildings leveled and edifices stripped of their vibrancy. Pollute what was once the last vestige of hope humankind had. The commerce, the children, the bustling life. It's all gone. Difficult to think about that day. The bombardment. We were hit on all sides. Aramis, the Cabal, Savathun. All attacking our strongholds at once. We never recovered. When the Dark Guardians turned on Aramis and the Cabal, everyone who wasn't killed went into hiding. Rasputin says something in Russian that I miss. And Anna laughs. Is that what it's like to be with friends again? I wonder, as I stare off in the empty sky where the tower once stood. You were close with the vanguard, right? I ask. I don't know if I'd say close. We had a working relationship. They trusted me. Still, must have been nice. Closest thing to family. If Zavala could hear that, he trails off. A pensive expression rounds out the lines on her face. What was ours like? Our family before all this. Didn't your research tell you, Anna? You were with them, with us. You know what they were really like. I don't know. We were a family? Can you just try a little for me? You know, I don't remember anything. You get to spend time with them. You must be able to tell me something, anything. What did mom's hair smell like? What was dad's favorite song? I don't remember everything Clovis made sure of that then tell me what you do know she pleads I don't want to have this discussion you don't have the right to keep this from me it's my life too drop it Anna from behind us we hear the readying of a rifle Anna looks to me and inches her fingers towards her weapon we don't want trouble my hands go frosty with stasis you came to the wrong place, the rifleman says. Anna cocks her head and faces him. Zavala? I turn to get a look. Before us stands the once proud commander of the vanguard, disheveled in rag. His ghastly white beard is thick as a steel door, and from the looks of him, a gentle breeze would knock him off his crutch and one remaining leg. They must have taken his ghost, too. Sad to see the deterioration of a body that's been stripped of its light. Commander! 
You're alive! Anna exclaims. He does not lower his rifle. It's me! Anna! Sorry. It's me. Anna. She says with hurt in her voice. His expression never changes. We have a plan to take down Savathun. We need to speak with Ikora Ray. Is she here? I ask. He grimaces. She is. He says, and he points with his rifle towards the floodstrom of the tower. Buried deep under that. So yes. So now we know Ikora Ray is dead in this. And Zavala has no ghost. He has no light. And he has one leg. Okay. So, if I remember correctly, Zavala at this point already knew that Anna was not trustworthy, I believe, right? In this timeline. I don't, I don't know if it was an actual confirmation, mm-hmm. but I believe that he had his suspicions. Right. Okay. Chapter 4, Unguarded. We stare at Zavala in disbelief. He's so clinical, emotionless, like everything I've heard about him. Some things never change. Ikora's gone? Anna asks. Along with everything else, whatever you have come to find, it is not here. Best you go. No, wait! We could use your help, Anna pleads. He turns and hobbles away on his crutch. Anna throws her hands up in frustration. I shake my head. But she follows him with Rasputin at her side. Commander, this all goes back to Sabathun. If we can eliminate her for good, maybe there's hope. He stops. There isn't. You can't just walk away. Ikora wouldn't, she says. Zavala turns to Anna. You're just like her. Always were. Stubborn. Self-righteous. That's how she ended up there. He points to the rubble. Keep going, and you'll meet a similar fate. I'm sure Savathun would happily abide. Anna! This is like seeking blood from a stone. Let's go, I say. Surely she sees how broken he is. I am not leaving without Ikora. He's all we've got, Anna exclaims. He doesn't want to help us. You're a coward! Anna screams at him. A coward? I did everything I could to save the city. And her! But we were at odds. Just like the two of you. It was our downfall. Zavala says. He shakes his head and sighs. Looks like it'll be yours as well. Commander! I don't command anything anymore. That quiets up. I never had the opportunity to apologize, to make things right. The next time I saw her, it was too late. Don't make the same mistakes I have. I see how much this pains Anna. Damn it. Fine. I'll help. Anna doesn't recall this, but our father, what I remember of him, was a stubborn man. He and I would fight all the time, but I never walked away without telling him that I loved him. The one time I forgot, he never came back. We've made mistakes, Zavala. All of us. We won't repeat yours this time. If we fight together, I say. Zavala looks me up and down. 
So you're the fabled Elizabeth Bray, I take it. I am. We could have used you sooner. Like when the pyramids arrived, Anna chimes in. Our troubles began long before they showed up, Zavala says. They were just the leaves of a tree planted long ago. The vanguard ran some cloak and dagger missions a while back in the Black Garden. We tried to suppress the Black Heart. It ended up corrupting the guardians who came into contact with it. From there out, dark guardians spawned, and darkness slowly spread. I'm here now! That's all that matters. Who's the other Exo? Zavala asks. Rasputin announces himself. You have the Warmind? Incredible. Still, why would you need my help? He's infinitely more capable than me. Rasputin is a weapon, but we need to know where to point him, Anna replies. Which is why we could use whatever information you have to find Savathun. We thought that if we could ally with the darkness and light, we could stand a chance, find symmetry where staunchness failed. I propose. That's an old song he muses. Even if I could help, the war mind won't be enough. Not for what lies beyond Savathun. She is only a pawn. Meaning what? You want the real witch. You want Eris Morn. What? Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. she was, like, in cahoots with the witch. Okay, yeah, I remember. All right. No, she commands the witch. She commands Savathun? She commands Savathun. She has overpowered Savathun. Eris Morn, glowy rock lady. Get your rock off my map. Eris Morn, yep. Get your rock off my map, lady. Yeah. Yes, three green eyes. She over... She. How does she overpower anything? She has no light. She has no ghost. Now, I also want you... Sorry, I'm stopping you there, but I want to point you back to one bit. The Black Heart. Okay. This takes us all the way back to D1. Okay. Now, the Black Heart... What happened to the Black Heart? Okay. Uh, we destroyed it, supposedly. Yes. So... Our troubles began long before they showed up, Zavala says. They were just the leaves of a tree planted long ago. The vanguard, the vanguard ran some cloak and dagger missions a while back in the Black Garden. We tried to suppress the Black Heart. It ended right. up corrupting the Guardians. Uh, so in this timeline... They so can't... in this timeline, the Black Heart hasn't been destroyed. Gotcha. And so that what, that, that corrupts Guardians, but she's not a Guardian. What? She get corrupted. What else do you tell get from that line? Uh, it's quite a big one once you realize it. From from that line that they weren't yeah. able to quell the heart? Uh, yeah. Well, the only thing that I'm pulling from it is how did Eris Morn get corrupted if she's not a guardian, right? She lost her ghost whenever she gained her air quotes. V VIP 2014 doesn't exist. Uh, in this timeline, which is us. Right. So we don't exist, and therefore we... Okay. So our existence meant a lot for the whole timeline. Yes. All right. We've already changed this timeline by existing in our own, because we have defeated the Black Heart. So uh -huh. we have already prevented 
or postponed. I'm not quite sure where they're going to go with the storyline with either prevented or postponed the arrival of Dark Guardians. Yes, we have Guardians with Darkness powers, but they are not necessarily Dark Guardians yet. Right. Because the Dark Guardians were corrupted by the Black Heart. This is what I was saying about Aldrin uh, a few weeks, uh, few, well, few few weeks when I did the uh, the Aldrin stories before the Crow came into in, in this. Yeah, he's he's you no longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see how the Dark Heart corrupts, how the Black Garden corrupts and allows this corruption to fester. Right. So when Aldrin was basically tricked by Riven, the darkness mm-hmm. has won. Right. See, that gives you a better understanding than that. It right. does. Now, right? I'm going to leave it there. But actually, I think that actually leaves it a good point because you've got the cliffhanger of the real witch queen of Eris Morn. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I need to know how that happened. How Eris Morn, who shouldn't have been corrupted by the heart because she wasn't a guardian, who doesn't have a ghost anymore, and basically her magic is just a true sight of sorts, ended up overpowering the witch queen i can understand maybe outsmarting but overpowering what well you gotta you gotta remember that um uh that eris morn was still on the moon who's to say she still didn't find that uh pyramid ship and then find through the statue in the pyramid ship because the statue in the pyramid ship on the moon is the same one in clarity control right can you remember meeting the pit and she took the uh, purple in the cutscenes for Shadow Keep? She took the purple, she turned her green orb into the purple thing, dodecahedron, whatever it was, actually yep. into that. Yeah. So, but like, so you're telling me that she used the darkness, as in the race of the darkness, to overpower Savathun? Yeah, she had the darkness's ear, so it made her infinitely more powerful than Savathun because uh, Savathun didn't, wasn't communing with the darkness. Mm-hmm. It's the exact that same that thing that, that yeah. don't forget that uh, Callus was trying to commune with the darkness in the uh, the Presage Law. Mm-hmm. I see now. Okay, so I was she got allies to overpower the Witch Queen. She herself didn't overpower. So that that was my confusion. Because she was given power by the darkness. Yep. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks for the lore. Looking forward to hearing how all that went down. And uh, appreciate the time you took with us, not Arf. So what kind of, uh, I think it's time for it. Maybe you can turn a trick, give us a build. Is there a tip night demon that you haven't already mentioned? Um, I, don't know I mean, as, yeah, as I've mentioned, there are various tips that we mentioned <laughs> at the beginning there. But yes, I do have a couple of other ones for, for you guys to look out. And this uh, is one I want Respawn and the Ray team to have a look at doing this week. Okay. Is so it, Lucky 10P, no, Lucky 10P has a two-tailed fox instant raid boss glitch. Now, him and his raid team had kind of bubbled up at the Templar. They picked up the shield. They shot down the shield. They didn't even go for oracles. And they melted the Templar within three seconds. Now, they did various different testing of what actually happened. And the only thing that they can come up with is the fact that they all fired the two-tailed fox 
at the same time or a couple of members in the team fired at the same time and it seems to be a damage glitch and he said that they've re reproduced this a couple of times and it just seems to be like two or three people all firing at exactly the same time it creates this glitch that the templar doesn't know how to handle all of those rockets at the same time and just goes down within three seconds so i've got you the video there to have a look at uh, their initial run and then their other runs that they did afterwards testing it again i mean we might try it but we tend to shy away from things like that because we want to do the mechanics as though they're meant to be done for when the times when things like this get removed from the game we're not no, married to it if you manage to do this he's mm -hmm. only in the central area they're down at the bottom of the steps where you can pick up the relic to start off with mm -hmm. if you can melt him within three seconds what well, that will also give you the achievement possibly the the following week if this doesn't get patched for the achievement of allowing the templar to actually teleport to the different locations but if he doesn't teleport at all it will give you the challenge as well for completing we the challenge we do that anyway because plu or or uh fuzzco usually take the relic and prevent him from teleporting no no that's the only that's reason it. we can no, no. the challenge is to let him teleport not block oh. him from teleporting is the um... is the challenge and no one's, so asking, no one's asking you for a marriage we're just asking for a one-night stand that's all yeah i, I oh, want oh, you oh. to test this for, for the people all right shoot me put the link here actually put the link in our raid chat and um oh we'll see it just mm -hmm. what okay what 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 you can't go to the the podcast notes i don't know where the podcast notes are you mean the show notes yes okay that's different you have to put, you have to put it there though that's why i have talking. to put it where he wants it yeah or i mean just so, anywhere because we, we don't see wherever they are no. on, on, on your scribbled notepad of paper right <laughs> JB3 has a couple of cool ones for you this week. Um, shows you how to do the infinite super glitch tutorial. And apparently once you kind of get this going, you can't die. Otherwise you can't respawn. But it looks interesting to do. Sorry. Um, Let, no, 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 no. Don't gloss over that last part. Say that again. Which bit? All of it? I, I could have sworn I heard you say it's an infinite super, but once you start, you can't die. Because if you die... You can't respawn. Yeah. And you can only do this in PvE activities, apparently, at the beginning, he says. So don't worry, it's not a PvP thing. I don't care. It... <laughs> well, if you don't care, then don't do it. No, no, no. I don't care that it's only in PvE. I care about the whole, if you die, you die. And I get the irony, considering how my name is, no one respawns in real life. I get that. But this it. isn't real life. This is this take is it up with JB3. Don't take it out with me. Oh, he also has. You break the game, it, it it breaks you back. That's all. Yeah. He also has what's behind the raid barriers uh, in the Vault of Glass. So in the initial area where you can't go past those bits that are kind of cut off, that we all wanted to kind of see where the rest of Venus is. He kind of takes you behind those, so you can actually see what's behind them. Uh, Froggy 61815 has an outbounds quarantine sector 236 partial guide. So this is where they were talking about, well, I think we highlighted it last week, there's breakable areas here that, that Bungie look like they've been testing. So Froggy's got a cool guide for you for that. Definitely not Deacon approved because it's 22 minutes long. So not happy with that one. Mm -mm. As I mentioned earlier, the Cheese Forever Easy Expunge Tatara Skip Guide. Uh, Esoteric with his Harbinger missions week one for the feather locations. Eror has got a cool guide for you on the ignition code. This is the grenade launcher. 
He goes into damage test numbers and God roll guide for you for that. Uh, cool guy has a really cool video this week. It's a 20 second super build on any character PVP and PVE. Now this is using a couple of the mods from the artifact this season and they're very similar to how we had uh he said i think it's back in the season of worthy you remember where you could put shinobi's veil on the hunter and you could throw out infinite skip grenades yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can do that again with the mod that's on the artifact this season but it's not just arc abilities it's all abilities so he goes over various different ones that you can kind of use and the one that he highlights the most is the warlock and i believe it's middle tree void where you can throw out the handheld supernovas and he was getting a handheld supernova every single engagement in pvp it was ridiculously uh, overpowered and he said he can't believe that he hasn't seen a lot more people use this build in pvp now, to be honest, I was using the double grenades and the double um, ashes to assets that you can kind of get off of the uh, off of the artifact this season on my Titan build with using the Yotan and throwing out the, the flame grenades along the floor. So I have I was kind of using a variation of this build, but it, it's really worth kind of looking at if you're kind of because you can spec more into the war mine side of it and create a lot more kind of builds out of using throwing out more grenades. But the. The one that he kind of focuses on, as I said, was the Warlock one, but you can use it with an Arc Warlock, you can use it with Titans, you can use it with the Shinobi's Vows again. They look really strong, and I think I was going to kind of have a look, have a look at the Shinobi's Vow again in PvP this week, so that's one to look out for. Destiny Fun Police has the Plug 1.1 Fusion Rifle Titan build. Now... I wasn't going to kind of put any builds in this week. I thought it was going to kind of keep it minimum because there has been like 30 videos for you guys to watch over the last couple of weeks each week. But this I found quite interesting that there's a couple of perks that you can get on the plug 1.1, which is the uh, Nightfall exclusive fusion rifle. And I think there's one where you can, I think if you, uh, I can't remember the name of the perk, but it's the one where if you sprint for a, a short amount of time, and you slide, I believe, it gives you a reduced charge time. And apparently this is the perk that you need to look out for in the plug one. And if you combine that with the stasis sliding ability that the Titan can do, and something else, I think it was Antaeus Wards, which are the Titan exotic boots that you can get whilst when you slide, it gives you an overshield for a certain amount of time. With the stasis slide that you can slide longer and further, and using this plug one with this certain mod or not mod uh, with this certain perk on it it's making it a disgusting build for titans and i thought i can't really kind of pass this up because one it will upset respawn the sliding titans with fusion rifles i've already seen the astrocross video talking about it okay this is destiny fun place and he is a titan yeah mm. and that's it so yeah that's all my videos for this week I guess everyone will have to go, you know, play the game and, and try out the videos we gave them last week and the other 120 some odd weeks before that. Yeah. So do you want to highlight the clan of the week? Because I've gone back to this because even though people haven't submitted. Clan I of the was going to say, don't you have to have a weekly clan of the week for it to be a thing? Yeah, I, I started it last week. I found somebody on Reddit and I've, get, I've gone again and had a look on Reddit of people who are, who are looking actively to form clans. And this is a new one. So. Do one of you want to kind of explain who these people are? These people at the moment 
They're European Union based, so no UK people are invited. Hi, <laughs> and welcome to the Dragon Den. Now, do you have to go in and like pitch your idea to them in order for them to let you into the clan? Is that how the Dragon's Den works, or is this a different Dragon Den? Yeah, I think you have to pitch an idea to them. Hey, right. I've got this really cool build for a Titan or a Hunter. So no looks allowed. Yeah, so this is a newly formed clan. We're looking for potential members, age 18 plus. New players and veterans. We do PvE, PvP, Nightfalls, Raids, and uh, everything else there is. If you like to be in the clan where you have someone to play with and like getting loot from completing things, this is the clan. Shoot things, complete things, get loot. The important thing is that we show respect for each other and play as a team and have fun. We have room for all. Uh, they do expect you to use the 100.io, because that's where they post about raids and, you know, all the things we'll be doing. It's also expected when you're online from time to time. If you're inactive for a month or more without notice, uh, you'll be kicked. We have a Discord for communication. It's fun and whether to for fun and whatever we find out. If the clan sounds like fun, uh, leave a request and we'll hear from, they hope to hear from you. Best regards, Dex underscore D underscore Dragon. And I assume Nightteam will put the link to their Bungie clan in the show notes. So they do say they're on PS4, so I probably should have mentioned that from the top of the notes. So if you're on the PS4 or, you know, PlayStation World, I assume you people on the 5, three of you who bought them can play too. And unfortunately, the link he put into this post doesn't seem to actually take you to their clan page. Um, but it's called the Dragon Den, and I was going to give you the short version of it. Or their, you know, short tag, but uh, the link didn't actually work when I went to the Bungie page. So, um, yeah, the Dragon Den. Uh, good luck. Yeah, and if you guys out there are listening and you have a clan that you want to kind of advertise on us, rather than me go to Reddit and find somebody that's posting, you guys can send us a, a message, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, and just tell us a bit about your clan who you're looking for what you're playing on even though crossplay's coming up soon so maybe expand a little bit just let us know and we'll advertise it on the show and then and then people come flocking to you because that's really what you're here for is is clan clan invitations and uh if you are interested in telling us about your clan or telling us that you know we're terrible players and should be ashamed of ourselves or that we need to give you more videos thank you for joining us your titans are parody of night demon your hunter is the only response in real life. Your lore scribe is not Arf, out in the waste, looking for more good stories to bring you. And how do you tell us all the good things? You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. We're on Facebook and Instagram at two titans and a hunter. You can find all your favorite guardians on Xbox Live, respawn on PC, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere. Flying podcasts can be downloaded directly into your ears. Watch the show on YouTube, watch Night Demon, try to complete the expunge mission too fast because if we wish to survive we must all learn to live alongside our monsters whether they're respawn whether they're night demon whether they're parody live among us listen to us we'll see you guys next week say goodbye gents deuces hurrah It's my pocket and I'm